In my personal opinion, YouTube is the most essential social media platform. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world, followed of course only by Google. But when it comes to video content, YouTube is the go-to place for people looking to learn something, be inspired, or be entertained. If you are wanting to grow a brand or market your existing business, it's time to finally start that YouTube channel you've been thinking about, which might already be something you are considering, of course, if you tapped play on this podcast. This episode will help those of you who want to start a YouTube channel for the first time or even refresh your strategy and kind of dust off that old YouTube channel that's been sitting around for a while and try something new to help reach your YouTube growth dreams. Take it from somebody who is super passionate about YouTube in kind of a nerdy way. This stuff really gets me excited and I really, really believe in the potential of YouTube to grow your brand or business online in general. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. conundrum that you might face as a YouTube creator, whether you are just getting started or if you're kind of returning to an existing channel, is the question of quality or quantity. I would say most of us have heard the term quality over quantity or the opposite approach maybe, but probably less common, quantity over quality. But what is the right approach when it comes to your YouTube channel? My honest opinion It really depends where you are on your journey. And this is where I think it's really important to have some clarity and get really honest with yourself about where you're at on your YouTube journey. Because having an understanding of your existing kind of tendencies, maybe work mindset, and also skills is going to help you determine which strategy is going to work best for you. And the reason why I think this conversation is so pertinent is because Over the past number of years on YouTube, the number one piece of advice that you would have heard if you looked up like how to grow a YouTube channel or anything similar is to post consistently. But recently, I've kind of started to realize that maybe consistency isn't always the most important factor. So let's talk about it. Okay, there's two kind of different approaches depending on if you're kind of brand new, you've never done this before, or maybe you've made a few videos and you feel more confident with your creation skills. So let's talk about the scenario if you are brand new. If you are a YouTube newbie just starting out or you've only posted a few videos with little to no growth, you might just want to lean more into the quantity over quality approach. And here is why. Though YouTube is one of the best platforms that you can use to grow your brand, 
it is, if we're just honest, not the easiest. It's probably one of the most effort and time intensive platforms where you can create content, which is why you have probably avoided it until now, or maybe you've procrastinated it. And which is also why we see a lot of creators struggle with consistency on the platform. Like it is just genuinely a lot harder to create good YouTube videos than it is to like post a photo on Instagram or even make a reel or a TikTok. On Instagram and TikTok, there are built-in video creation parts of the app and editors, right? Whereas YouTube, it's a lot more, you're kind of on your own. You got to figure out how to make a video and post it and, you know, If we're being honest, there's also higher quality standards on YouTube. So all of this kind of contributes to it being a bit more of a higher barrier to entry. There are so many parts to the YouTube video puzzle with the content itself. You have to worry about writing a script, filming your content, having clear audio, and then of course editing. And then once it's time to post, you need to worry about the thumbnail, the title, the SEO optimized description. It takes a lot of time and practice. If you try to create quality over quantity as a newbie, it's going to take you so long to harness those skills and all of those various areas of creating a YouTube video. Whereas if you just create as many videos as you can, you will find your videos get better and better over time. So that is why I really want to encourage a quantity over quality approach to new YouTubers. And the reason why I'm emphasizing this so much now is because in just a minute, we're going to talk about the circumstance in where maybe you've made some videos, you feel content with the creation process. Maybe you used to post on YouTube and you've kind of like let it settle and now you're trying to get back into it. If that's you, I'm going to talk about something that's a little bit different than this and something that kind of goes against the grain in terms of the typical advice that you hear on you know, how to grow on YouTube because for seasoned YouTubers or seasoned filmmakers or video creators, I'm going to suggest that you focus on quality over quantity. And so when we get into that in a minute, I just really want any newbies out there listening to keep in mind what I'm saying now, which is if you have never made a video before, or you've only ever made TikToks or reels, and you don't have a lot of practice with creating YouTube style, longer form videos, I really want you to prioritize making more instead of making the videos that you do create perfect. I think it's so essential when you're just getting started and you are really honing your craft and kind of getting used to the creation process that you just focus on a kind of done is better than perfect mindset. And then, which I'll talk about in a second, once you get a little bit more experience with creating videos and you know, the whole process from filming to editing and uploading. Once you have that under your belt, then I'm going to suggest shifting to a slightly more, but still not quite perfectionist point of view. But when you're getting started, it's very important that you just focus on practicing because it's the only way that you're going to get better. I think a lot of us have heard the parable of the pottery class, especially if you, you know, watch any videos about self-development or productivity, but basically it goes like this there was a pottery class where the instructor told half of the class that by the end of the course in a couple of months, they needed to just produce one perfect piece of pottery. They could spend the entire course focusing on just perfecting this single piece and they would be graded on that piece. The other half of the class, the instructor told them 
that they would not be graded on this one perfect piece, but instead they would be graded on how many pieces they could make. So their goal was to simply create as many pieces of pottery as they possibly could by the end of the course. So obviously here you can see that one half of the class is focused on quality and the other's primary focus is quantity. And of course, the end of the parable goes, the half of the class that was focused on quantity actually was producing higher quality pottery by the end of the course than the half of the course that focused on just a single piece of perfect pottery. So obviously the message from that little story is that if you focus on quantity, especially in the beginning, especially when you are new to this, that is what is going to help you achieve the quality that you're going for. If you just tinker over and stress yourself out over one YouTube video or even just like one YouTube video a month or a quarter or whatever, you're never going to close the gap between where you are now and the quality of work you want to be producing. So the best shortcut to that, the best hack is just to create consistently because if you force yourself to a schedule, then you will force yourself into that quantity that will help you get to the level where you're making videos that will actually get views and help you grow an audience. If you want a real life example, just look at my videos from years ago compared to now, and you will hopefully see a huge difference. That's because I've posted hundreds of videos to get to this point. When I first got started on YouTube, I had no video experience. I mean, let's be honest, I was 12 years old. I just had picked up my parents' point and shoot here and there. And so for me to get good at YouTube, I needed to just try it out a lot. I needed to practice a lot. The idea is if it takes 100 videos to improve your skills, well, you better start working on those 100 videos, right? And if you can crank them out in a year, then a year from now, you'll be creating really great videos for YouTube, right? But if it takes you like 10 years because you only make 10 videos per year, well, it's just gonna take a lot longer to get good, right? So that's why if you're new, I really recommend focusing on quantity over quality. Okay, now that I've got that kind of big disclaimer out of the way for all of my newbies listening, let's talk about my slightly unconventional approach for creators who maybe have a little bit more experience. Maybe you've made videos in other contexts, like let's say you're like a freelance videographer or like a wedding filmmaker, or maybe you worked in the film or TV world before, or maybe you created videos for YouTube back in the day and it's been a while, but like you know how to make good videos. If you fall into that category, which you would kind of be joining my camp over here, I, I feel like I fall into this as well, it's time to maybe start focusing more on quality over quantity. And I feel like this is a message for myself almost as much as it is for anybody else. I have always, even since I was like a little kid before I even knew this saying existed, was a done is better than perfect kind of person. Like even back in the day, I would like rush through my homework in elementary school because I was just like, eh, I want to move on to the next thing. I'm bored of this. I'm not going to stay here and check through for spelling errors or mistakes. I want to move on to the next project. And that's always been my personality. And so my focus on YouTube then when I you know, started tackling that was just being consistent and making sure that I posted my minimum of two videos per week. And there's even been times where I posted more frequently than that. Um, I've just always been like, hey, let's just get the content out there, push out the videos. I wanna work on the next video. You know, I'm already like bored of this while I'm halfway done editing, whatever. 
And so I think that that kind of natural inclination, though it was never good for my grades back in elementary school, I think it helped me push through that kind of quality over quantity conundrum that a lot of beginner creators have where I, you know, could never really force myself to focus too much on the quality. So I just made a lot of videos and then by sort of default, just by my natural inclination, I ended up in that, you know, half of the pottery class that just made lots and lots of content. Right. So that is what helped me get better without really like focusing on like, how can I get better? Um, and so I, I think that was helpful for the beginning of my journey, but now I'm really finding as I continue on this path, I'm, you know, three, this is year three of me being a full-time YouTuber and this being a part of my business. And I'm like, okay, I want to really improve and, and not just post for the sake of posting, but actually really create something that I'm proud of and also something that is uh, going to get some views and hopefully that the algorithm and my audience will like. And so my personal mindset shift has been instead of posting two passable, you know, like okay videos per week, just for the sake of posting twice a week, instead, I'm going to focus on just posting one really, really great video, which allows me to spend double the time on that video and make sure that it's the best it can possibly be for my audience and potential newcomers. So that is really how I am going to be focusing on growing my YouTube channel in 2023. And I suggest that you come alongside me and do that if you've got some video experience already and you feel pretty confident in your ability to make a video, you know, higher quality, uh, then you might want to consider reducing your posting schedule in order to do that. Because really what my main focus in terms of my YouTube growth strategy for this new year is, is I really want to increase the number of views each video is getting. For a long time, the only prize that I had my eye on was that subscriber count. And I really wanted to hit 100K subscribers and you know push past that. And obviously that was a big milestone for me that I feel really grateful for, like getting the plaque is a big moment. But I started to realize after I moved past that milestone that the number of subscribers that I had didn't really matter that much if I was getting the same number of views that some creators who had like 50 or like 45k subscribers were getting and I don't think it's that healthy to spend a lot of time comparing yourself but if I'm honest I you know would browse through channels look at people's subscriber count and then like glance through their most recent videos to see how many views they were getting and it was starting to make me feel insecure because I was like oh like I, I'm getting like a really low percentage of of my you know subscribers actually watching my videos and so that is why I'm like, okay, I want to focus on how can I make these videos really enticing, make the thumbnails super clickable, make the title something that you just are really intrigued by and you have to watch. And this has also shifted my approach to the actual video I'm creating as well, because for so long I was just focused on making videos that would show up in search, that would bring in new people who had questions or problems they were trying to solve. And I realized that I want to focus on building more of a community, bringing more of my subscribers back video after video and getting people more, um, sort of engaged and invested in watching my videos week after week, instead of just tuning in here and there when a particular video that I posted happened to answer a question that they had. And so all of this is playing into my 2023 strategy, which is focusing a little bit more on quality and a little bit more on providing something that people would be interested in watching week after week. 
Um, and that is a, a journey that I'm going to be on. So make sure you're subscribed to the creator club podcast, because I'm going to keep checking in throughout the year on how that's going. And as I learn more about kind of what's most effective, I'll certainly be reporting back to you. So make sure you're following along. Okay, so now that we've settled the age-old quality and quantity debate, and hopefully you've got some clarity depending on where you're at in your journey, what might be most effective for you, let's talk about the YouTube formula that you should use as a beginner or really no matter what stage you're in to actually try to get those views. I was just talking about how I really want to focus on getting my audience more engaged, getting more views on each video. And this is how I plan to do that. Hey there, I just wanted to quickly interrupt myself to ask you a question. Did you know that my team and I at Creatorly Media have YouTube services? If you've been dreaming of starting a YouTube channel, but feel overwhelmed by all of the technical aspects like editing, finding the right music, adding transitions, getting the titles, text, and animations just right, that's exactly what we're here for. We can help your YouTube dream become a reality with our professional editing, strategy, or full channel management services. If you're ready to start growing an audience with your new YouTube channel, you can check out all of the details of our services at creatorlymedia.com services. And if you're interested or have any questions, you can reach out and someone from the Creatorly team would be happy to jump on a call with you to chat about how we can help you grow on YouTube. We can't wait for you to become a part of the Creatorly Media team. So reach out at creatorlymedia.com services. So let's talk about my formula for a viral YouTube video. Before you even start the scripting process for your video, you should first put your focus on the title and thumbnail. When you are first coming up with an idea, if you cannot kind of determine what an enticing title and thumbnail would be for it, then it might not be worth making that video. Because if you can't get people to click on your video, it doesn't really matter how amazing it is, no one's ever gonna watch it. That's the thing about YouTube, right? The primary goal is to convince people to watch your video. So I start my planning for every YouTube video I make by coming up with a compelling title. Usually I will know what the main concept or my main talking points are gonna be, but the most important thing is that the title grabs your attention and then I'll make sure I script the video to match the title. You really need to remember that the title and thumbnail that you're creating is like a promise that you're making to your audience. So you need to make sure that the video fulfills that promise or else people are gonna feel like it's clickbait, they probably won't watch to the end. And click-through rate is not the only thing that's important when it comes to getting your video surfaced on you know, the homepage or other places where recommendations show up on YouTube. It's also important that you have a good view duration. So you get a high click-through rate by offering a really, really great promise in the form of an enticing title and thumbnail, and you get a good view duration by fulfilling that promise and actually offering the content that, that you teased in that title and thumbnail. But the main thing to take away from this first step is that basically, if you can't think of an attention-grabbing title and a great thumbnail concept, you might not want to invest your time in making the video. You might be better off moving on to another potential concept or idea that you have in the back of your mind and thinking about how you can frame that in a really clickable way. Okay, so now that you've got your idea and you maybe even have a title and a thumbnail brewing up there, you need to make your actual video plan. So this is step two. 
Lucky for you, I have a Notion template that does this exactly. I use this template personally every single time I write one of my YouTube scripts. And the way that I've structured it, like I've even left myself a few notes and instructions and reminders so that I make sure I don't miss out on any of the important details. So I'm going to go through a brief rundown of what is in this script template. So essentially the steps that I take to create my outline, write my script and, you know, all of these things for my video so that you can understand what this looks like. And if you want to use this template for yourself, it's available at katiesteckley.com shop. I'll also link it in the show notes. Um, but if you're super attentive, you can also just take notes on my explanation right now. So the example that I want to go through is a video that I made a while back called how to become a full-time content creator. So we're just going to go through my process for planning this video so you can get a sense of how I do it. And then hopefully you can apply the same process for whatever videos you're making. Okay. So to start it off, we go through some potential title concepts. So I was kind of mentioning this in step one, um, where you're kind of just doing your initial brainstorming. But when we actually sit down to write the outline, this is the time where you want to break down all of your potential options so that you can really decide on the most enticing title possible. So that's the first step in this notion template is just to jot down as many potential title ideas as you can come up with. So my concept was generally how to become a full-time content creator. And so the different titles that I came up with are things like you can make Instagram your full-time job. If I was starting from zero, this is what I would do to grow as a creator. Here's what it takes to become a full-time creator. Want to be a full-time creator? Here's how. And finally, this is what it takes to become a full-time creator. And of course, this final one is what I actually settled on. If you want to see the video I'm talking about, you can search that on my YouTube channel. But hopefully you can see how I tried to come up with multiple different angles that would sort of pitch this video in the most interesting way possible. Okay, so once we have our potential title concepts written down and you've settled on one, it's time to get into the video concept. So next in my template, I have a section where you can draft the idea you have behind this video. And here is what I wrote for myself in this section of like the, the concept behind this, how to become a full-time creator video. So I wrote learning from the data about full-time creators and their habits and strategies. Beginner creators can glean the important steps required for becoming a professional creator. In this video, I'll share a bunch of stats about full-time creators and compile a list of four steps to grow from scratch to become a full-time creator. So you can see from that description, like there would be multiple ways to pitch this video in terms of the title and thumbnail. Um, because the main idea here is that it's like, if we learn from how professional creators are doing it, then if you aren't a professional creator yet, you know, you can figure out the steps to get there. Um, so, you know, th there would be multiple ways to frame this, but what I settled on, you know, this is what it takes to become a full-time creator. I thought was kind of the most interesting way to pitch it. Okay. So we figured out our title. We figured out our general concept. Now it's time to get into what I call the visual story outline. So this is really a breakdown of the entire story that I'm hoping to create with this video. I've broken it into four areas. Um, now I'll be honest, this section of the template, depending on the type of video you are making, it's not always completely applicable. I don't always fill this out depending on the style of video that I want to do. But I find when you do go ahead and go the extra mile to create this kind of like parallel visual story that you're telling, you'll probably have way better engagement. 
Okay, so I'll just go through the example so hopefully you get a sense of what I'm talking about. So there's four kind of questions that you can answer about the story that you're trying to tell in your video. So number one is who is the character? Number two is what's the desire? Number three is what are the obstacles? And number four is what are the stakes? Now I think this can apply to different ways that you can approach storytelling on YouTube. For one is maybe you are telling a story about yourself or somebody you know and so obviously you're the character and then you kind of go through what your desire is, what the obstacles are, and what are the stakes. These are the kind of building blocks of making an interesting story that's going to keep people watching until the end. So it's something that you really want to consider if you are telling a story about yourself, somebody else, in your video, in the very literal sense. Now, if you are creating more maybe like educational or inspirational content and you're not necessarily telling a story about you or somebody you know, the other way you can approach these questions is thinking about your viewer as the character. So somebody that is trying to, you know, they have some kind of desire, there's some obstacles in their way and there's some kind of stakes. So you can consider this story outline either about what is happening in your video or about the experience of the viewer watching your video. It just depends on the kind of content that you're making. So it could go either way for my videos. In the case of this video, I thought that, you know, since I'm covering all of these stats about how full-time creators have made a business online and then kind of talking about how beginner creators can implement those same strategies, that all felt very sort of clinical to me. Like we're talking about numbers, we're talking about business strategy. So I thought to kind of have a more like emotional angle to the video, I would bring in a story that would kind of be about me. So basically the way I set up the beginning of the video is what I call the visual premise, because this is kind of where we're turning to with B-roll throughout this video, where it's very much instructional and educational. And this kind of side story is happening at the same time. So this is what I wrote down to describe this. Throughout the video, we'll occasionally turn to what I call the B-roll story, the alternate universe where Katie wakes up with zero followers. This version of Katie will serve as the visual demonstration for all the points that I'm making in the A-roll aka the you know part where I'm giving the instruction. So as I go through my main, and we're kind of skipping ahead here for a second, but as I go through some of my main points where I'm talking about choosing the right platform to post on and building out your income streams, what we'll see is a visual representation of me actually doing that stuff in the B-roll. So I think this video is a really great example of how you can kind of create a more like emotional component, a story-based component to an educational video that helps kind of get the viewers to relate to what you're talking about. It provides, you know, some more interesting and dynamic visuals. So that's the idea of having sort of a visual story going alongside even something as basic as an educational video. So hopefully that makes sense. Let's skip back to what those questions are and I'll you know, give you an example of what I actually answered for this particular video concept. So going back to who is the character, my answer was an aspiring creator who wants to grow a sustainable creator business starting totally from scratch. What's the desire? To go full-time as a content creator and get paid doing what they love. What are the obstacles? Finding the best strategies, actually growing an audience and developing a business model. And what are the stakes? Finally achieving that dream career and finding work-life balance. So with that character, desire, and obstacles and stakes in mind, for me to be able to represent that story, the concept that I came up with, which I alluded to in, in the last like sample that I read, is that at the beginning of the video, I would sort of wake up 
and then check my phone and have zero followers on all my platforms. So then that would kind of put me in the position of an aspiring creator that wants to grow a sustainable creator business. And that way I can show that visual story following me and help the viewers relate to me a little bit more. So that's kind of how I, I got it started. You know, in the A role, I was saying like, you know, this is what I would do if I woke up with no followers and had to start from scratch. And then in the B roll, I actually showed myself, you know, like getting out of bed, checking my phone, all of that. Okay. So jumping to the next part of this outline, the next thing you want to consider is what is the resolution of the story? One of the most important parts of this process is determining what resolution you want to achieve for your audience. Like what is the takeaway? What is the moral of the story? What do they walk away from your video actually having gained? And knowing this end goal will help you develop the proper path to get there. So this is the resolution that I created for this full-time creator video. I wrote, if you're committed to the right strategies or stay consistent and persevere, being a full-time content creator is attainable. Our B-roll story will close out with our character finding that audience she's been trying so hard to grow and looking forward to continuing on her journey as a full-time creator. So you can see here, I've tied it all together with sort of like the message from the educational component of the video and also a resolution to that visual storyline that I've been weaving throughout. Okay, so bringing it back to this Notion template that we're working through, we've really established the video title, the concept, and the storyline that we're going to infuse there, which like I was saying, that whole storyline piece is somewhat optional depending on the type of video that you're doing. And I don't make every single video have an in-depth storyline like that, but I do think it can be helpful at making your video more engaging. Okay, now that that's all checked off the list, the next important thing is your thumbnail ideas. So finally, it's time to find some thumbnail inspiration. Again, just like we talked about earlier, developing the thumbnail and title should always come before scripting. Like you want to have a few ideas floating around up there before you commit to going through this whole outlining process. But when, once you're in this section of the outline, I would recommend pulling some examples from a couple of YouTubers that have really great thumbnail concepts and just kind of taking a screenshot putting in your template for reference, and then making a few notes of how you might recreate those thumbnails in your own style. If you want, if you're, uh, you know, someone who likes to draw, you can even sketch out like a storyboard sort of, of your potential thumbnail. This is important. So you have it in place when it comes time to actually film your video. So you make sure to grab that visual while you're filming. So you make sure that you have it for later when you need it in editing. Okay, so after all of that conceptual stuff, it's time to actually develop the script, which I'm thinking is probably the part that's gonna feel most familiar to you, most intuitive, which is why I spent a lot of time going through those previous steps that are a little bit different than what you might've tried before. But once you get to this part of my Notion template, you're really just writing an outline. Um, there's three sections here that I really encourage you to you know, think about, and that is your opening, your body, and your outro. So let me just read you the prompts that I've included in that template to help you get a sense of what you're doing in these three sections of your outline or script, which by the way, you can do whatever is most comfortable to you. I personally recommend writing word for word your opening and your outro so that you can make them as concise and succinct as possible. But for the body in the middle, I would recommend just making bullet point notes and then kind of talking off the cuff once you turn the camera on, because most likely it will come across as more um, natural and authentic that way. Okay, so let's talk about these three sections and um, my kind of little reminder notes to myself about how to make them the most effective they can be. 
So the opening needs to hook them in the first 10 seconds, bring in the tease from the thumbnail and preview the end result before diving into deeper detail. Try to keep your intro 30 seconds long maximum. The body needs to keep the pace up, introduce new questions that make the viewer want to keep watching, and if at all possible, tell a story in parallel with the information and education that you're sharing. For the outro, you will choose a relevant video beforehand, tease the outcome or result of that other video that you've already uploaded to your channel, and then mention it in the last 20 seconds. Also, make sure to link that video on your end screen. And that is pretty much what my viral YouTube scripting template looks like. Like I mentioned, if you want to get the Notion template, it's up on my website, but I think it's just important to work through all of these questions and considerations when you're planning your YouTube video. I think a lot of the time when someone is ready to start a YouTube channel, they start doing research and it gets too overwhelming. So they end up giving up before they even start, but it really can be simple. If you follow this formula for all of your YouTube videos and keep creating so that you can get the proper practice that you need put in the quantity so you can achieve the quality, you will eventually find success. The best thing to keep in mind with YouTube is that the only thing that will truly help you find success is creating good content, creating something that other people find worthwhile watching. Make that your main goal for every video and you will see results. So if you want to grab my viral script template, I have it linked in the show notes for you. Or if you need some help with your YouTube channel, if you're feeling intimidated by the editing or even the strategy behind the content that you're posting, check out the services that my agency Creatorly Media offers. If you just head over to creatorlymedia.com services, you can find out about the whole wide range of ways that we can provide you support on YouTube. And I'll have that linked in the show notes as well. So thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. Definitely let us know if you want to hear more about YouTube strategy going into this new year and make sure you stay tuned because the rest of this month, I'm going to be releasing deep dive episodes about all the other social platforms that you might want to be prioritizing in 2023 and the best ways to grow on them this new year. So make sure you stay tuned. And as always, I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the creator club podcast. This show is produced by creatorly media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at creatorlymedia or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.